Hello everyone, welcome back. This is episode number five, halfway through first season. I wanted about 10 episodes and we are doing it. So welcome back. If you are returning, thank you very much. If you are new, welcome to Dear Podcast where this is basically my diary and I come on here and share experiences, lessons, anything that life has thrown at me that I feel others can relate to and feel less lonely, also a place for us to connect. So welcome everyone and we'll get into today's topic. I know I said in the first couple episodes that we'll do like a random thought of the day but honestly I don't think I've had random thoughts lately and just because I feel like I have no time to think I know that sounds dramatic but it really does feel that way I've just been busy busy mom life is very hard I will say this it feels maybe this could be the random thought it just feels like every time I get a hang of the baby world or like that period of time my baby changes and he's like going through a growth spur or he's like already in another (laughs) level of baby and so then it's like relearning everything again let me know if any moms out there feel the same way but that's kind of where I am right now so finding time where I can squeezing things in between to do the things that I like because balance is very important in my opinion and I just need to fill my cup and so between doing this which fills my cup I also like to paint and so trying to explore that a little bit more but again there's just no time but there's that that that's the random thought I guess um so today's episode I asked on Instagram I posted a little poll to help us out figure out the topic I have a bunch of topics written down but I just never had a plan on what order to do them or how like the structure of it and so I just kind of leave it up to you guys to decide the next episode and so this one I think I said excuse me I asked between doing like an interview style which I'm still going to do so maybe that's the next one so prepare your questions drop them in the Instagram um but I just decided to um do it this way because then you guys can also you know have an interest and then decide to tune into this episode if that's what you want to hear or skip it if you don't want to hear and so this week uh small business one versus the interview style podcast or episode and so today for the small business if you don't know I do own a small business teeny itty bitty business I run it from my house and so I just maybe wanted to share you know my experience what I've learned and I'm sure there's a lot more than I need to that I need to learn but I'm gonna do this in the who what when where why style so that we can hit all the points and we'll go from there so if this was your episode that you picked enjoy if it wasn't and you're still here enjoy I, I think you might you know learn something or take away something or just find it entertaining I guess or just keep me in the background as you're washing the dishes or something I know I love to do that I love to have something in the background fun fact I cannot be in silence and I learned through therapy that that's kind of like a coping mechanism for me so that I don't let my thoughts 
run through my head. So if you want to do that to silence your mind, play a YouTube video in the background. Oh, speaking of YouTube video, now that I'm in that topic, um, a while back I did have a YouTube channel. I mean, I still have it. I just don't post. But I was thinking I've had uh, people come up and or come up. I have people send messages and asking like maybe if we can have the episodes on YouTube because for one reason or another you guys just don't use a podcast app and I think I am gonna do it. I did want to later explore the option of having the podcast videoed so then there's video with it. We'll see how I can do that where there's not much interruption. You know I have a six month old that is very busy and so But I will have the, I'm going to figure out a way to just post the ones that we've had um, aired already on YouTube with just like the cover art. So there won't be like video to it, but the audio will be on there. And then that way you guys can listen to it through YouTube. But anyways, we'll get you more details on our Instagram page, dear underscore podcast. Okay, business talk. So let's get started. Let's start with the what gonna skip the who because me I am the who I started a small business and we'll go through the what's and the why's to get you know the whole scope of things so what the business is a baby clothing online shop and the name is Baby Nava. If you don't know, Nava is my married last name. And so we did Baby Nava. Um, and I started off with really more like infant sizes. And I am happy to announce that we are going to expand to more bigger sizes. So I'm talking about going to the toddler, even potentially up to the five-year mark. But that's yet to come so stay tuned um we also have an instagram for baby nava which is baby underscore nava oh gosh i have so many things going on i can't even remember let me grab it here let's see so it's actually baby nava underscore so the underscore is at the end (laughs) so baby nava underscore tiny and style is our slogan i i Okay, so why? Why did I start this? I knew I always wanted to own something. I, I've i always had just that entrepreneur sense or I gravitate towards that, if that makes sense. I did not ever think baby clothes was going to be a thing, especially not having kids at the time that I started this. Um, how did it come about? I really just, one night before going to sleep, I have like my thoughts going, flowing, <laughs> And I know I wanted to start something and I was ready to start something and I was brainstorming and it was between hats, like having uh, like sun hats for us girlies, uh, cowboy, cowgirl hats, whatever that was. So it was between that or out of nowhere, baby clothes came to mind and that just felt right, if that makes sense. If you're intuitive I think you're going to understand where I'm coming from, but it just, it like clicked with my, my heart. <laughs> and so I said, wait, I'll explore that. Um, I knew I wanted to have kids. And so it wasn't just like random, just have something that, you know, I potentially could have no knowledge about. And 
I started to do some research. I, at that time, a lot of my friends were having babies or they had kids. And so I was doing like the baby shower, uh, buying presents for that or birthdays or whatever. And then now I feel like it's different, but I'm talking about like 2020 or yeah, 2020. I, I just thought there aren't very many like clothes in the style that I like for an affordable price like the minimalist cute style neutral colors not the obnoxious cartoons no offense to any of that I am sure once my kid gravitates toward cartoons or a certain character I'm gonna be buying that stuff but for the style that I wanted and while I can't control what my child wears everything was just super expensive like I remember I looked up a little romper and it was like $50 and it was the cutest little thing ever neutral color and I think it had like a little dinosaur on it or something like that or like some what I don't even know what it was but it was like abstract looking like it wasn't a cartoon dinosaur style but it was like $50 and I was like no Uh, especially now that I have a, a baby they grow out of clothes so fast And so what a better way to have things that are neutral that both girls and boys can wear. So that way, if you are wanting to have more kids, you can save the outfits, rewear them, and whatnot. So that came to mind one night, and I said, let's let's go for it. And so I started to look up, I'm talking about everything, like how to start a business, what it takes, and it was all, it was stressful, let's just say that. But before we get into like how I did everything... I want to talk about the, so the why. Um, I always had like an entrepreneur soul or energy per se. I watched my dad own a couple of things. Like um, at some point he had like a clothing shop as well. But that was like adult clothing shop, male and female. Um, He had a little produce store how do we call it store because it wasn't a grocery store um he ran his own maintenance snow removal company and so I watched that and I you know watched some of the behind the scenes and I still honestly gravitate towards more of like not the paperwork stuff because that let me tell you that part is hard but more so like the creative part like setting up for photo shoots I thrive doing that um and so I helped my dad with some of that of course, back then, I'm talking about, like, there weren't social media like it was here and there, and so, but I thrive just, like, organizing, like, the clothing store. Did not really care to organize vegetables, let's, <laughs> let's just put that out there, but, um, so these two things, two major things, like, the clothing store and the grocery store, um, there was a, a few months that we lived in Mexico, and he had those down there, and then he had, like, the snow removal, obviously, up here in the states and but so I was smaller when he had like the grocery store and the clothing store and I just I loved making a sale like it was rewarding for some reason and so a very young age I'm talking about maybe my timeline is wacky but maybe from 10 to 13 years of age I started a raspados business if you don't know what a raspado is it's basically shaved ice with syrup and that's it and so I was very small and so this was in Mexico I don't know if it was like a summer that we were there because it was very short-lived 
But um, I would wake up. I would have my little table set set up outside our house. And then I would walk to La Plaza, which is could be like a shopping center for those of you that don't speak Spanish or are not Latino. Um, and so it wasn't that far. And so I would walk my 12, 10 year olds. I don't remember exactly how old I was, but I would walk over by a huge block of ice. I remember carrying it in like a bag and like a, it wasn't like a plastic bag, but it was like a reusable bag. And I just remember being so winded, like a huge block of ice by myself most of the time, or sometimes my sister would go, or sometimes like my mom would go, but it was a lot of the times just like myself or my sister walking together, get this block of ice, and then I don't remember how I got the syrups. I think maybe my dad bought syrups and found a way to to get me syrups. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. And then the little tool to shave the ice, and I would set up Um, it was on the weekends because I didn't go to school. I did go to school in Mexico, fun fact, for a little bit. Um, my family, inside joke, I say that was like a big trauma of my life. Maybe I'll talk about that later. But yeah, it was, it was a traumatic experience. And it was weekends, so I would wake up. And I remember my aunt used to live next door to us. Yeah, and so she was my first customer ever. And same thing, it was just so satisfying to make a sale and it was just shaved ice, you know. But for a kid, I was like, I am making money. I couldn't even tell you how many pesos the shaved ice cost because I could not remember. But that was like one of the first businesses I ever had doing it all by myself. Like I would get the cups, I would like everything. I One thing about me, I always have initiated everything and... My parents, for the most part, have supported that. And so I did that for a little bit. And I would have, like, the neighborhood kids and other people, like, actually stop by and buy shaved ice for me. Um, fast forward to the States. So, again, I think that was, like, a summer we were down there. And then up here, I was around maybe, like, this is 13 at this point. Maybe I was in middle school. And I was selling, if you remember, my Colorado cards, calling cards. So like back before we had unlimited data and unlimited minutes on our cell phones, you had to get a calling card to call international. And I would sell my Colorado cards. I think these were for $10 a piece. And so I remember I told my mom, I was like, I want to I wanna sell something. And I wish I could remember and have a conversation with this little Jessica to ask her why this idea like why my Colorado cards like where did you see it because I don't remember I do remember though being a huge success at least in the, like the neighborhood that we were at it just seemed like everybody needed calling cards so heavy Latino community and <clears throat> I was the spot I was the spot to get these like my dad had to install a little like doorbell on our door on our por porch just so we can hear the door because I was getting people stopping by every single day asking and of course like I would have to go to school and so then my mom would do it during the day if we got any people um at some point like I would put up signs saying like we're sold out like come back later like it was a huge thing and I took that opportunity and I started making mangoneadas <laughs> now that I'm saying that there's like a, a 
there's a trend going on here with the shaved ice and mangonelas. Uh, for those of you that don't know, mangonelas is like another Latino Mexican treat where you could do like, how would I explain? Like you shaved, it's like a mango treat. It's also cold, it's like a mango popsicle with chamoy, chile. If you get it, you get it. And I started doing that, and that was also pretty good. Like, you put them in a cup, and they freeze, and they become, like, this huge popsicle. So, yeah, I did that for a little bit, and then I think it just died off, you know, with going to school and then being sold out pretty often. I remember I, like, made posters to hang on, like, our front window facing the street so that people knew that, hey, I've got your calling cards here. But, yeah, I remember... My mom would help me get them in bulk. And I remember one time we counted like over a hundred dollars. And I was like, wow, like, you know, as a preteen, I was like, damn, what am I gonna do with all this money? <laughs> and so I did that. Um, what else? Uh oh, the produce store. I forgot about that one. That one I was also small and maybe it was like in between my raspado phase. I did not help so much and I'll tell you why. I have a fear for bees and there just seemed to always be a bee there. So I just let my parents do that one. I did help out a little bit in our uh, or my dad's clothing shop, clothing store. Um, I was young so I didn't have like the makeup interest that I obviously have now or like the fashion like there wasn't anything on my size but I just I loved you know helping people out and checking them out and whatnot but yeah so growing up on that then I was a little bit older I think I was in high school at this point my dad had the snow removal maintenance company this I got a little bit more involved with the paperwork like I would help him write out invoices I enjoyed it, but not so much because um, it's just, you know, paperwork. But fast forward, you know, the real world, I graduated high school, went to college, did all that stuff and still working, obviously. And I just wanted something for myself. I think I was, oh, I did one more thing, you guys. I also, the summer that I was in Mexico, I, uh, I learned how to do earrings and I don't know why the dragonfly earrings were popular but I would like out of little beads I would make a butterfly dragonfly daisy flower shaped earrings little tiny beads I learned that in Mexico like there was like this lady that was teaching and like my dad put us in there I think my sister did too I'll have to ask her if she was on there I can't remember and I came back and I was in middle school and so I was rocking my dragonfly earrings and they were for some reason a hit and I had a teacher at lunchtime approach me in the middle school cafeteria and said those are so cool where'd you get them and I was like oh I make them and so she suggested what if you like sell them like we could probably do something here for the school and sell them and basically she like suggested it to the principal or something like that got the word out I don't, I don't remember exactly how it happened but I would have like a few girls like want me to make them some earrings could not tell you the price probably sold them for like five dollars but I was making uh, dragonfly earrings out of little beads and I would sell them in middle school as well of course you know that only lasted as as long as it had to but I've always had this entrepreneur 
energy of me like it's just it's just in me I, I love it I, I love to make money and I like to see you know how a business runs and so yeah and so I was like okay it's time for me to do something I was in the middle of school and then so this COVID hit that's where it was when COVID hit and I was just like okay what could I do and then at this point TikTok was getting really heavy and like it was everywhere and I kept seeing these like small businesses being started on TikTok because people had all this time now. I did some research and just through like TikTok videos and Googling stuff, um, I started to learn, you know, what it takes to start it, like the steps behind it. And I looked into it and so decided, okay, like I'll, I'll give this a try. I learned how to create an LLC and yeah like that's just kind of how it started it's a little bit scary especially for for me like I second guess everything and so even doing the paperwork I was like I hope I'm not doing anything wrong where I'm gonna go to jail or you know (laughs) that's where my anxiety takes me and so I, I just pushed myself and I was like let's just do it I paid for an LLC I I did everything I registered with the state I got a what's it called an IT TN number or EIN number EIN number it's like a business tax number so I did all that boring paperwork stuff the fun part was you know picking out a name I customized a logo on Canva I love Canva if you don't use Canva use Canva it is so good for so many things Um, If you are trying to get into the Instagram influencer world or you just want to have like, I don't know how to explain it. You just like go on there and you can edit anything and everything, create posters, flyers, business cards. Like I'm talking about everything. What Invitations. I created my baby shower invitations through there. Um, Maybe I'll post a, a picture of them if I can find one. But yeah, so... I started to do that creative side and that's where I enjoyed it the most. Shopping for things, enjoyed it. I'm still in the process of figuring out the best wholesalers and the best way to go about it. Um, But let me tell you some of the challenges. I know you hear or at least I've heard a lot of you don't need a whole lot of money to start a business and that's true. Like the LLC stuff and registering is not that costly. But... For example, where I'm doing retail and I have like a product that I sell, like a physical product, um, I don't have a lot of money to start with, right? Like I'm not like already a big established company. So a lot of the wholesale stuff, if you don't know, there are rules like a minimum amount of quantity you can buy. And unfortunately, that's where the good stuff is, I have found so far. I have done research on wholesalers and I right now I'm doing wholesale overseas. I want to keep it as environmentally friendly as possible. I want to keep it within the States, but the wholesalers in the United States is just so expensive that it would defeat the purpose of starting Baby Nava because I wanted these cute, minimalistic, affordable styles. And so having to do the wholesale here in America 
I mean, it would cost me the same that I was searching for, you know, like $50 a piece of a rumper or whatever. And so I don't want that. I want it still be where it's affordable and, you know, it's something that you guys can enjoy. It's good quality, but it's not breaking the bank, you know, for a baby piece that they're only going to wear for a little bit. So that's a challenge within itself uh, for, for baby Nava because I also don't have the the customer base to support a minimum quantity of like a hundred pieces right so even if I save up the money I may not be able to sell that much product in order for me to profit off of it to then later add on and so I have scaled it down a little bit so trial and error I bought I feel like a good amount of stuff at the very beginning a lot of onesies a lot of um, winter jumpsuits, a lot of that stuff I bought in a, a good amount of quantities, thinking that's the way to go. Learning your customer base also changes, I think, the shift of your business. And so started in 2020, COVID times, things have changed now. Also, I will admit I'm not consistent with it at all and I beat myself up for it, but it's also not where it needs to be for me to like quit my regular job um, so that because it can't support me. And so I'm still, you know, trying to find a balance. Of course, it gets harder with having a baby and then having other hobbies that I want to do, like a podcast. Like there's just that's what I mean there. I have no time, but I want to do all the things. And so slowly getting back on it. If you follow me on social media, you can tell that I'm starting to just be a little bit more present on Instagram, like trying to get the wheels turning. And for those that still support us, honestly, without, you know, having, without us having that much presence on social media or anything like that, I cannot tell you how grateful I am for that and how much it actually helps. So if you still shop with us, you are so appreciated. And it warms my heart in a way that I cannot, like every little cell is a little happy dance within myself, no matter, it will never get old for me, because it's just, it just feels good, you know, and so things changed, I feel like, in the business for Baby Naba, as we're seeing like the customer base that we have, again, I say we, it's the one women show here, (laughs) Um, I do everything. I do the marketing. I do the picture taking. I do the transactions. I do the shipping. I do the packing. I do everything. But anyways, um, and so I am starting or I started to just buy lesser amount of quantities but more styles so that there's more variety of things you can choose from. I will still continue to do that and then we are adding or I'm adding bigger sizes because having my own baby, I think a lot of the baby stuff that we had, we just wanted convenient, easy things. Like at least for myself, I wasn't really looking for style when I was dressing like an infant, you know, like just comfy, whatever's easiest for everything. Um, Also, you know, puking, spit up, poo-poo, whatever, you tend to change them pretty often. And so I just never felt like I needed a statement piece on my little infant. So 
a lot of the more stylish pieces, if you will, are going to be in the bigger sizes because in my opinion, like you just want your little infant to be comfy and then most likely they're not going to last in that outfit because, you know, they're going to poop or whatever. So that's the direction that I'm taking it. And also I think we're just, or I'm just trying to find like a, a style. I know I said like minimalist. Uh, but things change and like I still want things to be fun and colorful for kids and so trying to bring that in without being like the typical you know cartoonish style so doing a lot of research on that and finding pieces I have great amazing ideas for the summer so stay tuned everything any updates all of it goes through baby nava underscore on instagram um and nava is n-a-v-a little v and yeah I'm excited for the summer because we're definitely gonna do some cool fun things um trying to keep it neutral again for both genders but yeah just like something fun where you know people ask like hey where'd you get that that's that's really my goal and I will say I've I've been lucky to experience that I had a friend come up to the to visit and we went out for lunch and her daughter was wearing uh the cute little lace um I see I'm just out of it (laughs) but she was wearing her cute little uh lace bodysuit and the waitress there was like that is so cute I love her outfit um and that was like a magical moment for me I just I felt so proud I was like wow and it just fuels you, you know, you're like, okay, I want to keep going, I want to keep doing this, like, this is, this is what I'm talking about, and so that's the goal, you know, have pieces where people ask, and it's just like, oh, that's cute, like, you know, unique, that's very much my style, I want to always have something that's unique, in my opinion, in my closet, Uh, so yeah, so that's kind of, you know, where we're going with that, a little business update, if you will, and we're excited to just keep growing and I want to get to that point where obviously you know we're profiting because although I started in 2020 it's been a couple of years and I have made zero dollars from it because everything that I make either goes to the website you have to pay to keep a website up babynava.com is the website if you want to check us out and then you pay for other things too like I at one point paid for photography and so we had our outfits you know taken getting the pictures taken professionally and that costs money and so I put in whatever I get from the business I'm putting it back so I obviously want to get to the point where we're making enough money where I can join the club of more quantities to get like the cooler items and stuff and so that's kind of a thing but also finding a way where I can work with what I've got and still make it unique I am playing around with some things right now we'll keep you updated on baby nava underscore I don't want to just say anything in case it doesn't work out but but yeah so just trying to figure it out as you go you know it's having a business is hard especially when you don't know anything and you don't have professional people helping you you're just kind of doing a trial and error and it's been fun but also just 
sometimes it's like, what am I doing? Especially when you have to do like taxes and you have to re-register every year. You have to pay for your domain. You have to like, there's so many things that go with it that sometimes are not really talked about. But that I getting that done and over with, it feels good because then I can focus on the other stuff, if that makes sense. I want to also talk about some other challenges I've had uh, that aren't really like knowledge-based, like I that they're not challenges because I don't know, but more challenges because of self-doubt. Yeah, the baby woke up, so he's he's with us. He's joining us right now. <laughs> um, and so some of the challenges I've had because of my self-doubt are being scared, scared to share the business. Like I think for a while I just kind of kept a very inner circle where I was afraid to just because of judgment, I was afraid to share it online. My socials or I like I made business cards at some point or in little stickers where I just thought maybe I could go you know how Starbucks has a bulletin board? <clears throat> I thought maybe I could go there and just stick a couple of business cards with our social media information and and um you know ha- have the word spread like that or uh post it on like Facebook and even still you guys I still have that like I I'm in a in a mom group on social media and I've thought about maybe just like dropping it in there and it just intimidates me for some reason and so that's also kind of something that I've had to work with through and I think I'm at a point now where I'm like, you know, who cares? Like, what do I have to lose? And just not be afraid to show the growth because even like some of the pictures I've taken, I'm not a professional editor or I don't, you know, I'm not a professional lighting system person. Like, you know, I don't, I can't keep the light consistent and I don't know how to, you know, maybe the way I like set up my my photo area like I just don't I don't know all the tips and tricks and so some of the pictures don't look consistent or because I also don't have like a consistent like studio where I'm shooting product and so I've had to work with some of that because I'm a perfectionist and I realized a long time ago if I'm waiting for my perfectionist personality to be satisfied I'm never gonna do anything because it's never gonna be up to my own standards and so a lot of the stuff that I've had to deal with and for example there are some pictures on the website that I'm not the proudest of but then I'm also happy to see the growth because I've learned you can't learn if you don't try and so like cliche as it sounds learning from experience and so I also don't feel like retaking the pictures because it it is what it is and the product is there. And as long as you can see the product and, you know, just know what you're getting, then that's that. Um, but like the sizing of the picture also bothers me if they're not all consistent. So there's a lot of that that goes through my mind that sometimes gets heavy because I'm just so overwhelmed and I don't like a lot of it. And so I'm just like, ugh whatever, like, I'll just get back to this some other time when I'm in a better headspace, and that doesn't happen that often, so I'm left with a lot of self-doubt and just pushing through that, and 
that's really the only way I get things done because I'm never going to satisfy myself. So yeah, that's a hard thing to do, but we're doing it. And at the end of the day, like I get so many compliments on the pictures, the website, the outfits that that's reassuring because I'm like, okay, I'm, people are seeing more than what I am. Like maybe things aren't as bad as I think they are. Maybe they do look better than I think they do. So yeah, that's been a hard, a hard thing to get through. Um, but again, we're just doing it. And I think 2023 is a year for me to just be real and be part of the movement in social media where we're keeping it real because I think a lot of my self-doubt is because of the things I see on social media and I see other small businesses and I'm like, wait, that looks like a full-on production and there is a difference of small businesses. I feel like there's the small business that has a warehouse and they may not have employees, but they have hundreds of sales a month and you know where I'm, I only have a handful and I run out of my own house and so things like that kind of get to you at some point of like there's times where I'm also like what why am I doing like it's costing me money at this point but also I'm not putting in the work I'm not doing you know I'm not being consistent on social media I'm not putting the product out I'm not like there's a lot that I still need to work on and so we're just this is the year where we're showing everything and I truly believe that by doing that and getting through the process things are going to start to click and just fall into place the way they need to. And, you know, I'm not going to give up on it. I, I read something that a business takes like at least five years for it to really take off. Like don't don't quit on it before, before it's time. And so I'm going to keep going and I am grateful that I'm in a place where I can still fund it and sustain my business without making sales and Obviously, that's not how we want to do business, right? You want to be profitable and we'll get there. But yeah, just, you know, go with your ideas. And at some point I did thought maybe like the baby clothing was a bad idea. But, you know, I love everything fashion and there's already so much competition with like fast fashion and like boutiques and stuff that I just thought it'd be harder to do that route because don't get me wrong, I would love to have my own clothing line. Like I... I told my husband yesterday, like, clothes just make me happy. And so maybe someday. And so I just thought, like, the baby clothing industry could have room for for me for one more. But if you are just have an idea, I say go for it because I have so many ideas. The one thing, too, that bothers me now that we're on the social media and ideas topic, you hear it all the time. I think we are moving away from that. I'm telling you, I feel there's a shift of people just being exhausted to keep up this social media presence. But having a niche, like you have to have a niche, you have to have like your thing. It's I struggle so much with that because I was like, okay, let me find it, let me find it. But it's like, I would drop the ball on every single niche idea I had because I'm like, wait, but I like this, but I like that, but I also do this and I also enjoy that. And so it was very hard because I'm like, where, what about a niche for all kinds of things? Like, that's a niche, right? Like, my niche is I don't have a specific niche. And so I am finally in a place where I'm like, who cares? Who cares about the niche? Who cares about these dumb rules? 
I'm going to post everything and anything that I like. And we'll see how it goes. Like, at the end of the day, yeah, you want to reach social media or you want to reach an audience in social media, especially if you're doing it for your business. But we're just going to post out there and just, you know, be humans, if that makes sense, and see how, how that works. And so if you have an idea, go for it. Go for whatever idea you have. Trust the process. Don't give up on it that quick because sometimes it takes time to see to see it come back you know and enjoy enjoy the process oh my god I wish I could have told myself that because it went from being exciting and fun to just being like oh it's just work and I'm stressed and don't get me wrong it's still gonna be work but enjoy the process and enjoy the learning curve because you're gonna get through that learning curve anyway so might as well enjoy it make it fun try things don't be scared to make a mistake everything is fixable I wish I could tell myself that too so and don't be embarrassed oh my god do not be embarrassed to show your stuff that it is the worst thing you can do for your business I know that's what I did I kind of kept it hidden for a little bit and you know just do it people are gonna judge no matter what no matter if it's perfect and you hire tons of people to do everything professionally people are always still gonna find something to judge I guarantee you so don't be afraid of that do the things you want to do speak up on your business try things like my goal for this year is I have a baby now so I know he can be a model but I also want to just get out there and explore other ways of taking product pictures and marketing and so that's what we're gonna work on and we're gonna have fun doing it and that's that I'm gonna try and tone down my perfectionist side a little bit because I can tell you that's been an anchor in a lot of things in my life and it's just not worth it I don't know I'm on a new wavelength for 2023 I want to say I think differently I hope I think differently than last year we gotta keep on growing and evolving and that's what I'm doing and I'm gonna evolve my other projects with me yeah baby yeah (laughs) and so have fun doing whatever it is that you want to do and don't be afraid to try it one thing too that I let myself get in the way was thinking that there's so many people doing that and there's no room for me and there's always room there's always room for everybody so support your friends support small businesses I want to say some of the changes I've made or so far that I'm in the process of making as you guys know I talk about shopping all the time and I love it but aside from toning down my shopping amount I also I'm just more conscious of where I shop. Like I, Shein was a good website that I would shop here and there because they're so affordable and you can get so many pieces and then you can, you know, for the way I used to do things, like wear a piece here and there and then like either resell it or get rid of it. And so I'm changing that. And if you have or own a business that is clothing based just send me a message on dear podcast 
so that we can help each other out. I'm trying to shop more local, shop uh, small businesses, boutiques. That's kind of the direction I want to go. So please share your businesses with me and go to Dear Podcast Instagram or Baby Nava on Instagram it's I'm gonna I'm gonna have the description have the social media links because I it's I feel like it's gonna get lost but baby nova underscore for the baby shop and then dear underscore podcast for the podcast Instagram and if you want to follow me personally for the fashion OOTD style uh content that's just just underscore g I'm just noticing I have underscore for everything but yeah so I hope that was a good small business satisfying video. <clears throat> I hope you weren't expecting a like a a thorough how to because there's so many ways to do business that I couldn't tell you how to do your business. Do your research, figure out what works best for what you're trying to do. Um, ask around. Social media is such a great tool because I have joined like small businesses group. You can talk to people that that have gone through it that can give you advice, tips. So I just wanted to share kind of like my experiences and the things that I've been through and baby Nava is not over baby. We're going to grow and we're going to do more styles and hopefully um you can just check us out and see if you like something. Um but yeah, so I hope that was what you wanted to hear. <laughs> if you have other questions about a small business, uh send us a DM. And I could answer them that way. Um, what else? I just don't want to miss anything. But honestly, I think I just, I cover that, you know. I It's all online for the wear. So I don't have a boutique. It's all online. Babynava.com. Hopefully one day I'll have a boutique. Like that would be so fun to have like even a pop-up store. Ooh, is that an idea? Maybe I have like a little pop-up store. I need to look into that. I need to be brave and just go out there, put myself out there within the community and see if I can figure something out. But anyways, the baby is playing and I'm going to join him for a little bit. So I hope that was entertaining or it gives you the motivation or the little push. Maybe if you have a business, then go ahead, do it. Don't be scared. It's not going to be perfect the first time. So just keep trying. Um, and don't forget, if you have a business, send me a DM. I want to check it out. I want to see, you know, let's help each other out. We're consumers. Let's face it. We're, we're going to buy whatever it is. Um, and so let's buy small and support each other. And support our dreams and what we like. Let's make those hobbies into money makers. Okay. That's going to be it for episode five. Thank you so much for joining. Ooh, ooh, before I forget, actually, we we need to do our motivational jar. So let's see if you are new here. At the end of every episode, I have a little motivational jar full of little paper stars that have a quote inside that's supposed to motivate you. So let's see what this one is be so happy that when others look at you they become happy too that one was actually very beautiful so there you have it go have an awesome day 
afternoon, whatever it is, the time that you're listening this to. And like always, appreciate it. Appreciate every listen, every follow. Thanks for supporting my ideas, my hobbies. Don't forget, shoot me a DM with your business and we'll see you in the next one. Bye. This episode is brought to you and sponsored by Baby Nava Shop Cute Styles at babynava.com.